Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this episode, the doc recaps his trip to the Paisley Park celebration and shares his experiences. And we also read reactions from other attendees as well. And now, here's your host, Dr. Funkenberry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to us on iTunes, hooking us up on Stitcher, wherever you want. Let people know about us. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You can always donate on drfunkenberry.com to help us out, get things rolling, picture us rolling. And this week is our special celebration episode. What is going on, Chris? Hey, Doc. How you doing, man? I'm doing better than you. You sound better than last week. Yeah, I do. I'm getting better. You know, I think it's allergies, and I've never had allergies, but uh, the doctor said it could be just the, the allergies going around, so, yeah. Okay. Reminds me of a friend, he had trouble meeting girls in his 20s, we just told him that his cologne was called desperation, <laughs> and then allergic to success and allergic to women. Anyway, all right, so we're going to jump right in here. Um, I was fortunate enough to attend the celebration. I you didn't did get to go. I was going. That's you knew. Oh, what? But what? I didn't know nothing, I man. I didn't know nothing. Kept everything a secret. Uh, it was just weird. You know, I had a lot of people coming up to me like Dr. Fungo. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, thank you so much for the podcast and hmm. everything that you do. Wow, it really cool. helps us out. You know, I was just kind of trying to go under the radar and I'm in a freaking wheelchair slash scooter. As I said, I would be if I was there. Um, dealing was it with one of those injury. electric ones, like with a horn? Yeah. Like, me, me. I, 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 a little I rascal. The horn twice. <laughs> the thing is, the thing would like I maneuvered it quite well. I think a little bit too well. Like <laughs> I've been in it before, which is scary. Um, but people were happy to see me. I just wished that I was like eye level with them because I'm used to like looking at people on the same level or down. Yeah, it's weird when you're, when you're seated look looking up at everyone. Yeah, yeah, it just made me feel. Short? Not short. Just I'm in a position, can't like really like greet people and stuff like that. Uh, it was just hard. Uh, but you got to deal with it. And my next, my main objective was the next time I come here, I'm not going to be in the scooter. So, there you go. Um, so did you want to tell some of your yeah. views on what you thought of how everything went yeah. down and, and what your experiences were i want everyone to feel included so what we're going to do is is read through some of the stuff that we got from other celebration sites and also on my fan page and we'll go through that and do it and then i'll incorporate stuff into it just so cool. you know everyone gets a feel the first uh comment that we have is a short one we'll get more um by robin stevens uh, who runs one of the celebration groups, so I should really appreciate her help on it. What's the name of the group that she runs? Uh, well, if I go, it's Celebration Attendees, I believe, 2017. Oh, okay. I don't want to go out of right Specifically just now. for the celebration. That's cool. Right. Cool. So Robin Stevens, what she liked about the celebration was to freely grieve, to share, learn, laugh, and immerse oneself in all purple with no judgment. Hmm. The communal acknowledgement of the seismic shift in the universe that occurred when Prince left was heavy necessary and so appreciated i feel more peace in my heart and even more love of the p community for having attended vip attendee so this is kind of what we've been saying what people want is they need closure and yeah. they just haven't been getting it um then 
Rachel Kayla. She was General Mission Track 2. Saw okay. her as well. Um, it's a little bit lengthy, but we're going to dive into it. My take on the celebration was that for it being a first-time event of this size and magnitude, they did a pretty good job. There was some confusion with packets and delivery appearers, but we were informed that those were assembled by a group of only 50 people, that the items for the registration packets were made by a third party and sent to Paisley Park at the last minute. And her suggestion is keeping stuff in-house as much as possible and hiring temps from a local agency to assist to avoid that in the future. Um, Another thing she brings up that is true. Most events of this size are planned over the course of a year or more, and they probably did it in about six months. I think they probably did it in less, to be honest, aside from tickets being on sale. So she feels like whenever there was a problem, it was addressed as quickly as possible, and I saw a constant and continuous improvement during the four days, which Great. is a very good sign. That is absolutely a good sign. So, How did you feel about the organization and the way it was run? Well, I know a little bit stuff behind the scenes that was right. going on, but... Uh, they did, you know, like, look, there's going to be problems. And I, and I said this because uh, one of the people there that ran it, uh, that run it, Karen, um, Karen White, I believe, you know, she was, you know, kind of embarrassed that there was problems. I went, look, when he was running celebrations, there was problems. There's so always going to be me, problems when you have that many people. There's always going to be some kind of problem. It's how me, you handle them. Yeah, to me, that's that was as being close to him as possible is that there's problems that arise and you handle it as you go. And that's what they did. So I think they did a good job. My, my other concerns will address later on when other people address them in it and we'll go through that. But you didn't have issues like the air conditioning going out or <laughs> no, <laughs> see, at, we had that right. <laughs> 2002. Right. Celebration. You know, every, okay. Uh, we'll get into it. Um, yeah, sometimes it snows in April. The Revolution, they did not perform it in the track I was on. Thank God. The Revolution, when they performed, uh, they, was the first the first performance of the day is what I saw. Like They're telling everyone, get up, come on, make noise. I just think people were not in a celebratory mood on 421 when they performed. Oh. Now, now when did, did they do two performances? Yes. So Because each track gets its own, basically its own set of, yeah. performances and panels right so yes. was so were they performing like in the morning and then in the afternoon no they they would be the last thing of each of thing. each one okay so what was the they schedule started three it was like from like three no two thirty to four four everyone's out there it's like 11 to four and then you have the other one a group of coming in at five to ten okay so they were the performances would always be the last thing of each event uh now let's get into this. Like I get there Thursday, everything's cool. Um, I'm with uh, my girlfriend and uh, Lori, uh, and the first person like we kind of run into is Steve Park, and he's taking photos. I talk with him for a minute. Oh, great! Say I'd love to have you on the show. We have the U.S. book. I know that you have so much other stuff going on, um, and then we're kind of led in to the sound stage area. Mm-hmm. Later on, we're gonna be separated by groups. So wait, let's let's step back. Huh. This is your first time returning uh, since January of 2016, right? No, it's my first time. I'm returning sorry, April since April. The weekend that's before, right, the weekend before, right? I forgot about that. Sorry, in 2016. So this is your first time inside Paisley Park. What's your initial gut? When you walk through the doors. Krista first noticed um, 
they took elevate off the wall because I was for the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. The box. Um, I didn't really it's, it's notice boarded that at first. Up. Yeah. But they literally, cause it used to say elevate on yeah, the wall on the side. Yeah. Down. Um, we're just going through stuff and I'm kind of like scooting by and this is her first time here. I'm not kind of trying to go too fast for her. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we'll get more chances to do it, you know, as part of the groups. So you're being let in through everything. They want you to get rid of the water. Yeah. Go to your juices and me as a diabetic, not having the water around, not not the best decision. I understand they don't want to get anything ruined, and um, so that's we're led into the sound stage and they show us Third Eye Girl Amsterdam, and immediately I know why they're showing it to us. Now, professionally shot, looks amazing, sounds amazing, uh, beautiful ones brings tears to people's eyes. I hear whimpering all over the sound stage. It's like this is what they want. Then when he's doing Purple Rain in the Middle of it is when the breakdown, he goes, you know, we came here twice. We did a little project called Sign of the Times. We are now, it's like, next time you see me, it's going to be at Paisley Park. I want you guys to come. You know, there's, there, there aren't any crazy, crazy people. Well, maybe one. Then you see that I eat light. He's like, you guys will get that later. But he was just talking about how he wanted everyone to come to Paisley. Like basically letting people know, like, this is what he wanted. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. So at this point, how many people were in the soundstage? Do you, you got, you got, cause they have like what two, they had different groups. Well, for that, it was all of us in there. Uh, probably about the, the entire sections there. they don't separate us into groups yet. So I think they have a thousand for each, uh, thing track. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was basically everyone in that track. Yeah. And okay. then before you had Joel introduced it from Graceland, come out, uh, say what's going on. He was like, there's no, there's going to be problems. He's like, this is Prince's house. No cell phones, no recording. You know, that's the whole thing at Paisley park. When Prince performed years ago, there aren't any rules except no cell phones, no water. <laughs> yeah. It's just a few things. Just a couple rules. <clears throat> and then Damaris came out and she was the host of the events. Oh, great. I spoke with Damaris for a little bit and she was telling me like, uh, you know, basically how much Prince would talk about me and trust me and stuff like that. Oh, and, wow. Being like, he's like, you're the one he trusted on the internet, like at all. I'm like, <laughs> wow, how that sucks. <laughs> um, so then we're led into different groups for different things, and it's separated. Um, this now everything becomes discombobulated, and this is why I want. I'm sure things kind of run words. together, yeah. And also because of me, you know, first time there yeah. for a bit. Usually, you know, I, you know, I'm on top of everything, remembering everything. Yeah. And just kind of turns into stuff like we're led into a different we stay in the sound stage and it's the mpg from 93 through 2000 you got morris hayes for discussion panel yeah you okay. got levi caesar jr um you got damon dixon and tony m oh and i'm sorry did they stories. perform too or did they just talk later uh, they were there the last night okay they're all right so this is separate from when they performed right. okay so this is the panel and they discuss stories the wow. panels were about 35 to 40 minutes, and sometimes uh, it didn't start on time, so it was shorter. And it just felt like right when I was getting started, it was over. Yeah. Like, But they shared really good stories. But that's the problem you have when you have so many people attending. Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they going to Paisley open until next year, 6 till midnight? Then you have it from 11 to 5? Like, how do you fit all these things in? Yeah. Then, like, in the small soundstage... 
they, yeah, and then they had like the private meals for people. Where you had meal passes and stuff like that. And they were they weren't going to serve you no chicken or nothing like that. That's nope. you were getting. Yep. So we had the the other panel we had after our lunch break was um, of web people, and of course the most famous oh, person right. I think was Sam Jennings. And you had the other two that were just developing. You know, when you had a big old computer with your laptop, <laughs> you know, and bringing stuff down, just talking about how Prince wanted things done and that technology wasn't there yet. But when Sam was there, things were happening on the internet to where he could make it happen for what Very Prince cool. wanted. So that was an interesting discussion. And each time, like you're getting different stories. I just, sometimes I kind of just wanted to stay on the panels because I know that there would be some repetition, but then there'd also be a story shared that wasn't shared on the previous panel. Yeah. Then, um, you know, George Clinton was a surprise guest performer for that. Is that the first event. night? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Then they, they started off with the hits. They knew that they had like a little over an hour set to do. They hit it up. That's pretty nice. That's a then nice long set. One of the problems I hear about, like people were trying to buy merchandise during the performance and they weren't supposed to be selling it. They weren't supposed to be selling it like during the food, during food breaks Okay. And during after the performances, but then you have to leave Paisley because they need to get the other group in. You right. guys need to get bussed out and all that stuff in. Yeah. So they're trying to get everything organized, but they need to have a place. And then where they have the merch booth is where Prince had it for the events when they did Paisley Park after dark. But they need to kind of have it open. I mean, you're losing out on money is yeah. just how I look at it. Maybe next time, and I know you'll get into that, but maybe they have an offsite merchandise place. It's like a store in town somewhere that's not at Paisley Park where they can just for that few times they can a store well, you can go to anytime during that. They place. do want you if it, you're at the celebration and say there's certain things only VIPs can get. They kind of want it to be in house. Sure, sure. So, I can understand that. Um, yeah. I remember there was the jacket. That was one of the big things I saw on the website that um, they ran out of people? sizes yeah. really quick. Oh, so people were buying them. People were buying it, but they were limited. It's not like they had a bunch printed. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Celebration merchandise was selling out. They needed to add like the Purple Rain shirt or the 1999 shirt, some other stuff that they had in stock. But they didn't have everything out there. They were just trying to have Celebration merch only available. Then um, <laughs> 421 happens. Not funny. So that was day two. Day two. Okay. Uh yeah, go go through the process. The first thing you see is a screening. And now they have... Screen of what? That's what we're going to get to. Okay, okay. Because the first thing they have is a screening. So, 421, 2017. There's more uh, tissue boxes around than there was the day before. And then mm-hmm. they have staff holding it. And I went, this is like, we're going to gotcha moment. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I look at Lori I'm with and I go son of a biscuit eater and she's like what and i go they're, they're gonna, gonna play it. the piano and the microphone show from one twenty one sixteen, the paisley park show she's like no they wouldn't i went oh yeah all the tissues oh yeah they're getting us and you know i saw cameras set up at paisley for that back in that when uh, you were there for january yeah yeah in 2016 and then joel i believe came out again then damaris and damaris was saying it was on this stage it actually wasn't on the big soundstage. It was to the right where the symbol used to be. Yeah. Which was the only theory thing um, of stuff. 
uh, they roll the video. They show 55 minutes of it. And it's pro shot, four cameras. The sound, if it was Scotty P or whoever worked on it, was uh, amazing. And just crazy good. Beautiful ones gets you and all, like him going through the story of his dad and all that stuff that we talked about. And it just gets you, you get caught up in your feels, man. Um, I like warn, warn someone that's coming to second show. Uh, they're going to get you be prepared, be a little strong. And I'm not going to be able to be there, be prepared. Mm. And, um, just, you know, and then after that we're let in for, we stay in for another discussion group, which is a revolution this time. Then they're sharing stories. And again, just feels like it's a little too short. It's kind of like, and it's frustrating because, you know, we've had some at the Grammy Museum before, and those are very small ones, mm-hmm. but it goes very long. But you have so many people, and it's it's not fan questions. It's questions they're already predetermined. Right, or right. Wanna, like, how'd you meet him? How did it become to be? <laughs> Tell us any interesting stories. Um, but it's cool. They're all they're mostly in a somber mood. They're trying, like, have Lisa tell a story about, um, I've heard this story before about, there was like kind of like a girl that was like staying outside listening to them perform at the old warehouse. Uh, oh, like during rehearsals or something? Right. And then like they kind of in, invited her in after they heard her, you know, doing it. Prince said like invite her in. So no they were way. performing all for her. I remember how that was. It's just kind of weird. Kinda, right? Being yeah, the only one like, in the room. It was just Trevor's behind me setting up stuff. That would be for the live stream that night. And then, uh, Joshua Welton was there, but literally it's just like, it was Prince, like you're going to give it the girl in the warehouse thing where it was just me listening to Montreux rehearsals. That's crazy. So just, that's cool. They told that story because that's yeah. what people wanted, right? They wanted to hear yeah. stories that they haven't heard before. And they were filming stuff. I just wonder if they're going to release this and it'll like maybe be for celebration attendees only. And they try to make sure that it doesn't go online everywhere. That'd be cool. And shared. Just because I'd like to have everything that was discussed, yeah. Then, and because I was switching tracks, depending on who would be able to take care of me, you know, with the chair and whatnot. Paisley was very accommodating to me. It actually let me put the chair in the front, not by the atrium, but like in the front of Paisley. Like, if you saw the scooter <laughs> over there, that that's Doc's scooter. Oh God, no! It's like a little purple rain bike, and that's I'm gonna <laughs> run people over. So, it just. And then there was the, we had the photo once that day because they had, I missed because of my scheduling stuff. I missed the guitar one with Takumi. Oh, yeah. that's the one I really wanted to hear about too. Yeah. The book. Yeah. And then Takumi is just hard to get. Like I know Takumi, I've never asked him. He hasn't been show. around. Yeah. He's, I he's, don't think he'd want to do it. Yep. He's uh he's very quiet and he, right. he doesn't really want to talk love a lot to about it. On. Absolutely. But. That's that's for him. He'll reach out to us whenever he wants to be on. I just think right now he's very busy. He was a guitar tech for the Revolution's first leg of their tour. Now he's back with Nickelback. No Nickelback jokes. Um, so missed that. But there was the photo one, and then there was Afshin, Randy St. Nicholas, and Steve Park. And I rolled by. What's up, Afshin? Afshin sees me. He's like, "What's up with your foot, man? What's going on?" Like I read about him. It's like ah, broken bone. Talked for a little bit, and then Afshin was sharing 
his stories because he really wasn't a photographer either. But really, Ray, yeah. Then Steve Park wasn't a photographer either, right? You know, Steve Park was a a, a he was a uh, what do you call? Oh my gosh, can't a drawer. He wouldn't. <laughs> I know there's a but thank you. Illustrator. <laughs> That's the word. You know, a man of many talents and many different hats, uh, more so than absolutely. an illustrator. Just putting him in an illustrator thing is not. Yeah. Um, Mostly condemned for it. Then you have Randy St. Nicholas, who was a photographer, and then she was talking about how he made her video director, <laughs> video director. for Get Off. Although I remember the Get Off video being shot in L.A., but she was saying it was, saying it was shot at Paisley. But I remember when I was a kid and I was had a job uh, bagging groceries at this girl. I was talking about Get Off. She's like, yeah, we just did the video shoot over this weekend. So I think it was an L.A. casting call. Because hmm. I don't think... He had that many naked bodies that I wonder video if, in Minneapolis. Could it have been something like for Violet the Organ Grinder or something else that was like a subsequent taping? Or who knows, maybe he had a couple she, different versions. She, I mean, it's not like that. And then talked about how she didn't want to shoot the video. The Warner said there isn't going to be a video for it, and she was relieved. Then Prince <laughs> called her and said, what they say? They said there's not going to be a video for it. And Prince goes, give me one minute. Then 20 minutes later, Warner's is calling, there is going to be a video for it, and you're the director. <laughs> there you go. That's how it that was. That sounds like Prince. That's how it was. Um, but just showed like the different photos, the different facets of everything that they did. did was there, a, um, did they show a lot of stuff that we hadn't seen before? Not really. They showed like stills and they would talk about the shoots. Andrea oh, that's Swenson cool. was one of the people that did those in a smaller room from the current. Um, I remember people were saying, oh, you should be part of the, of the those things of, of being the Q&A. I go, Prince would want that. Just like people want me to tour guys. I'm like, Prince would want that. Prince would want females. So I think Andrea Swenson, she's very knowledgeable. She's got a good voice. It was the right choice for everything. So, How do I know that name? She's she's on The Current. Oh, she's a DJ on The Current. Okay. Well, and then she does more than that. She writes a lot of articles. Prince loved her illustrations of the Dakota jazz shows. And then she would constantly be doing illustrations all the time. I remember that. And Prince loved that. Yeah, that was cool. So... Go on from that, and that day was hard. Uh, oh, I bet. Four twenty, when I got back to the hotel, I just kind of wanted to sleep. Yeah, I couldn't sleep. Then four twenty-one was difficult, and I really didn't do too much aside from Paisley stuff. And we'll get into other events that happened around it, and we're going to go back to the fans' input on things. But it was just really hard for me. I was in a celebratory mood, and there was a big fan party going on in 421. But I thought I was going on the track that was in the morning. But I remember, no, it's at night. So I could have went to the party, had enough time, rested all day. But no, that didn't happen because I got stuff mixed up. And um, then it's Saturday. We have the last we're told the last show at the Purple Rain Tour, the Easter Sunday show, which was very controversial at the time. People did not like Prince performing on Easter Sunday. Oh, that would yeah. be Marilyn Manson. So there was a huge thing, and he uh, he brought it. Uh, the Purple Rain Tour was kind of like a tight set formation. So if you, when you get that Syracuse um, DVD that's going to be with the Purple Rain package, you're kind of getting everything. There wasn't too many differences, you know, it was just a tight ship when it came to the Purple Rain Tour and the Revolution. So you have that. You have more panels going on. Uh, one that I did not get to go to again because of my track switch was the costume design. And I heard that that was really interesting and quite awesome. So that's something that I missed out on. Um, 
forgetting the the palace. We'll get it. We'll get more back into that for Saturday as my mind memory gets jogged of stuff. Um, and it just, it was a lot for me and I'll go back to something on 420. Um, it was kind of cold in Minneapolis. I'm not sure if that was it. It was kind of outside when it happened. I can't remember if it was between like where the tents are or where I was out, um, just outside where they let people exit. But I felt kind of like a weird chill and I never felt that again. Um, never felt it again, in it, mm. but it was a weird chill. Like I said, I don't know if it was just it being cold. Or there was something else in play. Uh, I don't know. I can't explain it. I mean, I've gotten cold before and I never felt anything like that. I dealt with, you know, as much as I didn't like going to cold winters in Minneapolis to go to, to go to one and it was like 17 degrees outside and I didn't feel anything like that. Weird. Can't explain it. Huh. And then Saturday went on like the museum tour. They let you hold his guitar from the Super Bowl with gloves. Wow. Uh, and you kind of you kind of get more time to look around. They were, the tour guides were aware of who I was and whatnot, and they were very, you know, like, oh, we're so glad you're here. Like, can't wait to hear what you have oh, to that's say. Nice. So they were like, with the scooter, like, you know, if you go around, you'll you'll get more time. You'll be the last person, so it'll be the last. Like, all right, thank you. Um, Speaking of which, like, everyone was being cordial and everyone was being on the down low. Then I was like, I was right next to Joel, and Joel was looking out for me on Friday. And someone's like, hey, Doctor Fungaberry, I'm like. Of all the people to be all loud about it right next to Joel when I'm not really going, hey, Joel, do, 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 do this. I just, I didn't, let me just say this. I didn't see him too much on Saturday and Sunday the rest of the time, but he was constantly trying to look out for me that's Thursday cool. and Friday. Oh, that's great. So Saturday, we're doing the tour. I don't know why, but the room where the galaxy room, yeah, where it would have been for the kid. That room to me feels colder than any other room at Paisley. Oh, wow. It's just cold in there. I can't. I don't know if that's done on purpose or the way the air is. Could be. Yeah. It just. It's, it's a small room. Colder. Maybe there's a vent there, or who I knows? think there is a vent right in the middle, from what I remember. But just felt weird. Hmm. So go through the museum tour. Was Andy's picture still in that room in the corner? And all those pictures. Not from what I saw, but they were. Like you had like roped off areas and that's why I'm glad I did the VIP tour on Monday. Uh. So they had the love sexy room to show, but you weren't allowed to go in it yet. Okay. Same with the diamonds of pearls room and some other stuff. Sign the times room, purple ring room. You were able to go into same with under the chairman Griffey bridge and yep. walking through it. Yep. Uh, that was kind of cool. You got to take the, the photos, but you don't have the photo against the wall. You get the photo in the middle with the clothes around you. Yeah, different. I saw that that was different. Was that right. where was that located? Was that in same, Studio B? Same place. They just yeah. set, set it up a little different they for the set celebration. Up the photos. That's and very cool. There, so you can have it behind them. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because I mean, I you there, I man, they had some great outfits. They were iconic. You could mm-hmm. tell Super Bowl, Rock and Hall of Fame. I mean, it was like so easy to see that stuff. Right. It's pretty cool. I didn't really stay too long for more stay in the time. I wanted to rest up mentally for uh, the dance till dawn party that part of the family was putting on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to get in by 1030. Uh, uh, we got there kind of like 1045. People were still waiting outside. I'm like, I am not standing on this foot. <laughs> like outside, we'll wait for something. And we did. Uh, then they had no chairs on the inside except for special VIP people, which is what I told I was. 
but then you're told it's just early admission. They had no chairs. And oh, I'm kinda no. Like, for anybody? For anybody. Wow. And I kind of like and you didn't even get let in until what time did you end up getting Around 11. But then you have the people getting in at 12. They don't you see, they have an hour difference. But I know there were still people hanging outside at after midnight that were part of the early admission. So that was a little bit of a problem that they need to work on if they have events like this in the future. Then I finally get a chair, but there isn't a lot for everybody. And there's other people, you know, that, you know, I'm dealing with a foot injury or whatnot. I wouldn't stand or do some other stuff. I mean, I've had, I have the diabetic neuropathy, which it's hard for my feet the entire time regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then they kind of, the security guard isn't paying attention. Then when they kind of perform, we're behind like a rope. Then these people go in front of us. They can't really see stuff. Yeah. Then they're kind of complaining about the noise, the band, like the the sound. Really? Yeah, early on. And I'm like, that's not a good sign. I mean, you had, you had Apollonia come out and introduce. Then you had um, Andre Simone perform for a couple of songs. How was that? It was all right. Yeah. Again, sound issues. Did you do a dance electric? No. Oh. Then you did Uptown, Party Up, and then Dez did uh, Little Red Corvette. And Marva King do a little bit of kiss. Just it just seemed like people want to get on there and then get get away. Yeah. And kind of like in the middle, like we're kind of like I'm just looking at someone like, do you want to just go back to the hotel? You know, we can make our own music. And uh, oh lord, so we did. <laughs> and then just because that's what was happening when we, while we were waiting for an Uber, uh, the people that perform like Marva King, whatever they they. they they were doing the Purple Rain. What's this one song, BS? <laughs> they do the one song on book. They out. You know, and then yeah. Sunday came, the final day. Damaris was there again, introduced stuff, and they played new tour footage. Oh. The screen that we got. Most of some of the stuff that's that's out there. So they didn't have the entry. He's walking through the hall, and then he goes to the elevator. Which um which tour entry or which tour footage from piano microphone? No, new tour. New, I'm sorry, I I thought I, I thought you said nude. new. Oh, nude. new. Oh, nude. nude. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, which is a lot of people's favorite era. Yeah, the hair and yeah the outfit and basically showing you which way he hangs. Oh, good God. <clears throat> um. I didn't know that back in the day I had like the controversy magazines and I put it in a little flip folder and these girls would be like, Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, Prince of long hair. looks like Janet Jackson, George Michael, a little mix. And then they were looking lower and I had no <laughs> idea. I went, Oh shoot. No wonder some guys think I'm gay or something. Now, um, <laughs> I just had to share that. <laughs> I ran I ran into a guy I know named Kelvin. He was there. We talked football for a little bit. And he was just telling me like Cowboys have a black quarterback, but just like our former president, he's just black enough to where the fans will accept him. I'm like, oh, oh Lord. Ooh. Speaking of that, not to not to cut up, cut you off on the sports and analogies, but uh, um did you get did you get to catch up with any fans, any other Prince fans that you made of might have seen back in the day that you haven't seen? I don't know. I saw some people from Belgium that I knew in the tour I took on Monday. It was just cool, kind of like, I haven't really spoken to Steve Park since I saw him in 2000 at the first celebration. Then talking with Ashley for a little bit, there was Troy Gua. 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 Troy Gua. Told me he's got to remember what the guacamole thing was still. 
Uh, that's the thing I inherited from my grandmother, butchering people's names. It just sucks. He's he amazing artist, right? right? Is he the one that does Le Petit Prince? Yeah, and he's really cool. There was some other people there. Uh, Martin, who is Red Fox Bandit, who did a lot of the artwork for Prince in the past couple years um, and did the celebration artwork as well. Excellent. They really, they really tried, you know, like talked with people, but I didn't talk with too much. Saw Van Jones for a minute. Um, didn't really talk to anyone in the revolution yet. Saw Scotty P for a moment. He was, I think a little disturbed that he saw me in the chair. Saw Chris James. Cool. That's who it was on the Saturday. It was Susan Rogers, Chris James, Dylan Dreskoff. And the thing is with Susan, you can have her be on a four hour panel and it still won't be enough to divulge all the info that she has. I can imagine the story she has. And Chris was telling some stories as well. And Dylan, you know, Dylan, one of the stories that he told us that he thought it was Prince board, not Prince who was going to be coming to the studio and all this stuff. Uh, So that was cool. But yeah, I saw, saw people, saw fans that, you know, I haven't seen in a while and other things. It just, I wish it was for different reasons, but we're all trying, you know, to celebrate and to pay our respects. It just was like, it seemed very quick. You have the Sunday thing going on and, um, you know, the MPG was performing that night. You had other panels, great things we're going to but the MPG performance was top notch. Yeah. Uh, like the revolution too. It just, the date, that to perform was a little bit harder. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the will turn in Los Angeles in a little bit. Yep. And the MPG different inclinations along with third eye girl, which had a panel. You had Donna Grantis and you had Shelby J. He was escaping me now. This is just nuts. My memory is like this when it comes to stuff and we'll get into it, but they, they had a fun panel and they were sharing stories of, how they met Prince, how they started working for him. Donna was very vocal in it, which was great. Um, later on, the performance, though, it was just amazing. It kicked it off with Sexy MF. You had the Tony M rapping. Oh, awesome. Then uh, did a little bit, you know, did a little bit of Billy Jagbish. Because they had the horn heads in the house. Yes. You had to. Did a little bit of Money Don't Matter tonight because you got to get that little da in that that they did as well. And they went to other stuff, more upbeat. You know, they had Shelby come out also with Liv doing Nothing Compares to You and Diamonds and Pearls. Oof. Then with the end, they did Kiss. But they had Prince on the screen behind him with his vocals isolated, and they're performing with him. Awesome. And it's Kiss from the Welcome to America tour and the New York shows because he's wearing the gold outfit, kind of like what he wore on Lopez. Mm-hmm. He didn't wear it at the L.A. shows. He only wore it in New York. So it was that. And then he does the dance breakdown. Boom. Boom. Right. Boom. Boom. That's awesome. That was man. fun to see. And I'm just like, but I know what they're going to do next. Yeah. And it's the purple rain with him on the screen. Yep. And, and he's, he's singing up. it and they played yep. live. With and it's him. a long version, man. Wow. That must have been amazing. It was tough. Yeah. But the sound was impeccable. It's tough. Which it always is in Paisley. That's cool. It's tough, man. Yeah. So that was like that brought an end to the journey of things, but because that was the last day. Yeah. Oof. After me, I decided Oof. to stay till Monday. Uh huh. I did, did the you, tour. You did the tour again on Monday. Yeah. How did it feel the second? Oh, not the second time, but how did it feel without everybody we around? Still, was we, it we different? Should, we still had a still had a, a group. It wasn't too big, you know. 
uh, I had the guys from uh, Belgium there and some other people and tour guide knew who I was. It kind of gave me a, a shout out during it. Mitch is a great tour guide. People were trying to give him a hard time over because he said, you know, nothing compares to you. He gave to Sinead. And I, no, he didn't. And then he said something that I just kind of said to the guy. I go, I go, actually, Stephen Fargnoli was managing Sinead at that time because Prince fired him the year previously. And he knew that would upset Prince for him to do covers because Prince didn't like covers. Right. So Steve had Sinead cover Nothing Compares to You, which turned this immense hit. And it was Steve's way of getting back at Prince. And then the guy goes to me, why don't you tell him that? I'm like, because he's doing a good job. He's not using cue cards and you can't always be perfect. Right. You know, and they were, then they're trying to ask him about a drawing that Elisa's kid made. And I'm like, I don't even know that. So you're going to give me crap on that? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know. So they've, they've got some pretty good uh, knowledge, right? Mitch did. And I think uh, Mitch is going to be training a few people. I hope he is. He's cool. very knowledgeable. You know, just he knows his stuff. You can't always be perfect, but you try to be. But what I liked about Mitch is he tries to be off the cuff. Like I was wearing my Batman hat that day, so he tried to incorporate the Batman soundtrack into something. But see, that's what you're doing is you're not Great. trying to go off your cue cards. You are yeah. remembering certain pieces to make but you're trying to be more in touch with the crowd around you. Yeah, that's great. So I applaud him for that. Good job, Mitch. Um, See so you in June, Mitch. All of them. <laughs> ask for the Mitch guy is what I can say. If you can have it, but I think he's going to be training people, so I think all of you guys will be good. Um, what I'm hearing most will get into it is even though some people had certain problems, like I felt the tour could have been longer for people, especially because – it just seemed like it was taking a while for it to get started. There were certain things that were left out. You didn't know it was VIP or GA. Um, like to be a little bit longer. And then some people think they're getting the full VIP tour. You have to take a separate tour in order to get the full tour to where you can go in the room. So we were able to go inside Love Sexy. We were able to go inside the Sign of the Times room, walk around a little bit more. Yeah. Um, when I figured with so many people that they were going to have to keep it moving and and I can see where they had they cut uh, not cut corners, but like just made it so you didn't go inside of the Dimes of Pearls room, or you could still see inside of that, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's harder for them to watch yeah. everything else. But if you take oh, it's, the VIP tour, you're able to do stuff, and you're yeah. over there for an extended amount of time. Or anytime you're not awesome. at a celebration, probably because when right. I went in March, it was like that where you had a lot of time. Yeah, you it's didn't just, have those crowds. But the main thing is what we're hearing is this is a great thing for Paisley Park. Is that basically, and they announced this the, the the last day that they'll be taking deposits for it, and then the people that went to the celebration in 2017 will be the first ones to get tickets for the 18th. It's April 19th through the 22nd this time. So, a majority of people said that they will definitely be going next year. That's so great. That's a good that's, sign. Right there, that's a good sign. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how you know that people really enjoyed it. They're willing to spend money and uh, not cheap a lot of money to go back again. So that's great. And then we Good. have Martin uh, going back to other people sharing their experiences. Martin, who is Red Fox Bandit. Oh, yeah. He goes, he says, for me, the whole experience was the highlight. It didn't matter if you were a VIP or GA, a longtime fan or a complete newbie like someone we met, or even a band member or collaborator. Mm. It was about coming together and being there for each other. Over the whole four days, it felt like a time of healing with many emotions being shared, but it felt okay to share whatever with whoever. I met some wonderful people, some of whom I didn't know, others who I knew online, and others whom I already consider friends. All of you are now. The whole experience felt much needed and helped a lot. So thanks to everyone who was a part of my experience, it really helped. Then we have Justin Stokes, 
Uh, general mission track one, I summed up to friends that I was pleasantly amazed. For an event of this size and with that many moving parts, they did a spectacular job. There you go. I have been fortunate enough to see the revolution at first avenue in September and the tour of Paisley Park in October. Thus, I had added some people to the purple Rolodex that I got to see again and spend some quality time with. But I also met so many people from all over the world and all of us with a singular mindset. It was incredible. There were some initial issues with food lines, but they got better every day. I thought the performances were solid and the way they handled the last two songs of the event were perfect. It was like our boy was joining us via Stardust. Speaking of which, that rainbow over Paisley Sunday morning with no rain. Yeah. And remember, there was a rainbow on 421 2016. Yeah, I saw the pictures and it was just pretty, pretty cool, pretty special. Craziness. Um,. The person felt, I felt I got every sense worth, but more importantly, I left him rich. The PRN family danced it on, however, <laughs> that needs some work. So, and Robin adds on this, she goes, seeing that piano microphone performance broadcast so large with that straight on camera angle, very much felt like he was right there in front of us telling his, telling us his story. No. So intimate and so very special. Josh Adair adds, I was there that night for both performances, about five feet away from him. Talking about the piano microphone shows, truly January, amazing. Yeah. Glad of the magic of performance translating, you felt it. And then Angel Chestnut added on about the piano microphone show uh, being shown. I felt the same way. It felt like a love letter to us to show us he really was who he really was. He felt like he was right there with us, and I was sitting all the way in the back. A really good friend of mine was also there, right up front, sitting a few feet from him on a pillow at the real show last January at Paisley. And her description of her experience matched what I experienced at Paisley. It was painfully beautiful. Mm. And then Angel added on to this about she was general mission track two, fortunate enough to attend the first Avenue concerts in September and again at Excel and Muse in October. This experience was phenomenal. The love, the camaraderie of the fam, the stories from the panel and the heartfelt performances. Seeing exclusive concert footage was almost lifelike. Being in Prince's home and feeling his presence was real and palpable and overwhelming. That's something, remember, he discussed with me. He wanted, if you wanted to see his shows, you had to go to Paisley to watch it. And that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Angel adds, I miss him so, but I really feel the experience helped to finally transition this grief to a less painful place. He was so loved and is so, so missed. I'm truly grateful for the celebration. It really was just that. And then Eric Rogers, who runs the Paisley Five and Dime, shout out to them. Uh, General Mission Track One, Group E, uh, for Eric, of course. <laughs> um, Santa, 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 oh man, please forgive me if I butcher this. Santa Fe had a wonderful time hanging out with old friends, his girlfriend. Ah. So at least, if I butcher it, at least Eric and his girl. Um, making he made hanging out with old friends making a thousand new friends and seeing some amazing tributes some of the celebration highlights were the amazing concerts and the awesome video concerts by prince the paisley park tour wasn't too good this time i saw less this time than any other time i toured so it was really not very good at all Mm. well that's why i say you got to take the vip tour yeah the staff were amazing considering their monumental task moving two thousand people every day the panels were not very good since they were very sterile and each person only answered about two to three questions since there were others on the panel in a short time limit. Again, that's saying that I wish the panels were longer. I thought they were good. I just felt that it, it could have been longer and should be longer, but what do you do? Right. Do you have another hour? Where do you take it from? Right. There's only you so know? many hours in the day. See, 
And when they had the other celebrations, there'd be stuff going on. It was either you're in that room or you're or not. You weren't. Right. Exactly. So I don't know if they do that because then you have an overflow problem. Yeah. But that's what how he would handle it. Yep. You know. Some personal highlights for Eric were meeting so many fans of the Paisley Five and Diamond, seeing the worldwide impact it had, meeting Dr. Fungenberry and chilling with him for a bit, talking business, meeting Troy, private dinner with Susan Rogers. All right. Wow. Eric, drop, well, name drop. Oops. Let's pick that back up. They're they're having <laughs> they're having an event, um, the Midwest thing, and Susan Rogers is going to be one of the speakers there. Oh gosh. So they're going to go on and on, and you know that Eric will delve into stuff like the Black Album and a few other things. That's awesome. So, uh, and then he got on stage with this girl at the time at Paisley Park. Oh, See nice. all local shows away from Paisley Park. Eric Leeds, Andy Allo, Jesse Jones, and Shelby J. Andy Allo, I went to go see. Oh good. Short performance at Dakota. Kind of wish we would have stayed longer because of what was going on with the Dance Till Dawn party. And I talked with Andy's brother and she's like, oh, she'd be stoked to see that you're here. And we just couldn't make it work because we felt we had to get to that event. Yeah. And um, and just being in Minneapolis during this monumental time in history, we will be back next year doing more of you. Uh, Katie Jones just wanted to add on. Um, she's on the same VIP trip tour as me my morning very much. Although it was Monday evening. Maybe she got me mistaken for another person in a scooter running people over. I very much want to say hello, but I also didn't want to intrude on an emotional and fascinating experience. Gave you a silent fist bump, though. Also on our tour was a middle-aged special needs man and his very stylish gray-haired mom who I'd seen several times over the course of the four days. Spoke with them several times, asking what they thought of the whole experience. In the galaxy room with the plants and neon light, the one I say is colder than the rest. Yeah. As Henry with Oprah playing a loop, we all took in the other otherworldness of this space. Mm. Watching him on the screen in the very same room as people started to file out, following the guide, that same man as he turned to follow his mom raised his voice and said, we love you, Prince. I can't honestly tell you how I didn't break down right there. I was so deeply touched by that absolute need in him to express that in that room whilst looking at Prince's face like he knew Prince could hear him. I hung back a little to pull myself together, having spent the last four days falling apart again and again. Not the Amsterdam concert where he asked us to come to his house. Not sometimes it snows in April with the weeping Bobby Z sat by his drum kit with Susanna as Wendy and Lisa played. Nor our guy himself shimmering in gold like the ethereal being he now is, telling us he couldn't go home yet and bringing us home with purple rain. None of those were as poignant as that moment on the tour when a very special man just had to profess to Prince that we loved him. It demonstrated to me that Prince can touch the very purest of hearts. Whatever brought you to him, rebellion, sex, funk, love, mystery, mastery. He was also that rare true being who has a pure soul and it's shown out. I wish I'd taken that man and his mom's details. I hope I see them again until then. We love you, Prince. Loves to eat you to find just you mean to me forever, forever. Touched a lot of people. Um, I didn't, because I didn't, really was telling people that I wasn't there. I didn't get to see as many people, uh, like people from the Bay Area and, and other things. Uh, I was on both tracks. It just was at different times. Plus, I'm in a scooter. I'm not mobile. So unless they're coming to me, you know, I'm not really running them over, you know. Um, other stories. And Kirk Johnson did play with the MPG. They didn't make a big deal about it uh, for that concert. But he so, wasn't part of the panel discussion, right? He just played no. drums when they performed. And I just wonder if Kirk would have been doing um, Joel's part from Graceland if he would have been the one introducing stuff and then you bring in Damaris. Mm -hmm. We don't know. I don't know how that's supposed to be. Um, and Robin just wanted to add to Eric's thing that she absolutely loved the panel discussions, um, that she found them fascinating. 
would have gladly sat and listened to for more longer periods of time to hear those stories and antidotes that will fade away and never be known otherwise. Mm. I'm awed by the people who literally got that 1 a.m. call. Can we get a couple of camels for the video shoot? And I tried to find out how to figure out how to accommodate, not tell the boss man no. These people move mountains to help him achieve his visions. I couldn't get enough. Um, well, Linda Radke, it truly was a roller coaster of emotions, but an amazing event. It was so surreal to think that Prince, and of course, for some reason, it just exited me out of it. Now, what are you thinking of these stories so far, Chris, that we're hearing from people? Well, it seems like everyone's got a pretty positive vibe, which is great. And I think I think most people were pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't know if it could have gone much more smooth than it did to accommodate right. all those people coming in and out, all those different discussions. I mean, they really seem like they packed the week, the right. weekend full. So yeah. I hope people think they got their money's worth because it wasn't inexpensive. It was a pretty pretty steep price right but to them it seemed to be worth it and back to linda's thing of like being a roller coaster of emotions but an amazing event it was so surreal to think that prince is still bringing his purple family together it was a healing celebration for many of us one of our best mother daughter treks in my life the basic park staff was so caring even security handed out cleanings to dry our weepy eyes they were trying to have a gotcha moment um the panels span all aspects of our Purple Yoda's life. The video clips from each era brought back so many memories, and the concerts were phenomenal, especially the last show. So emotional and thoughtful to have him end the event. Damaris was perfect for our daily inspiration. My daughter, Leah, and I have added so many new friends to our Purple family. Can't wait for next year. Gave track one. Then Vesna Boss, the journey to Paisley Park all the way from Australia was something that I could not express too well with words, but through emotions of joy, laughter, and tears, spiritual and intense feelings. One thing that I kept on saying was that I was so lucky to have the opportunity to be there to have this special experience. There were things that the management could improve on, but overall, I'm fortunate to have been a part of Celebration 2017. And then uh, Tanya Dewey, to be his home... To be in his home one year after the fact was an emotional roller coaster. I was tracked to VIP, and I came from Australia by myself. Wow. Wow. That's a trek. That is not a short flight. You know, hopefully she can meet Vesna or whatnot, and doesn't have to be so alone the following year. Um, Damaris was amazing. She guided us through the days with wisdom and understanding and acceptance. The concert footage at the start of each day was just beautiful. This is what we had come to see and feel, and we just couldn't get enough of it. The tears we cried. I even love the fact that I was a bit disorganized. See, that's how I felt because that it felt like a regular celebration. So props to Trevor, props to Joel, props to the whole Paisley Park staff. You handled it as you went and you took care of things. And that's how it was when he was here. Yeah. It was disorganized when he was here. Yeah, exactly. Roll with punches and do it. That's, I think that's the biggest tribute that you could give to Prince was to this organization, but figuring it out as you go. On the fly. You yep. know. In true Prince fashion, see? Yeah. <laughs> it had been too regimented and overplanned. I would definitely not felt as though I had been welcomed to his home and experiencing this organic emotional journey with my purple family from around the globe. It gives the space to grieve and join together and celebrate. By the way, I'm really happy when you go to the atrium that the uh, the urn is above where it's at right now. I, like It just makes things a little bit easier. It's, you know? It seems really perfect, Todd, huh, that yeah. he greets you. He's just watching over everyone as you go in. Yeah, I and like that. Tanya had this to add. My only regret was the tour. So quick, far too quick. Yeah. I'm about to go back again on the Monday, but we could only do GA, all VIP sold out. Wow. 
So maybe stay a couple of days or maybe go like a day or two ahead if they have it to get yeah. that VIP tour. Later found out some VIP from Celebration will offer VIP tours on Monday for free. Don't know about that. I was totally gutted. Came all the way and didn't even get to hear his new music or going to the studio. I hear Dr. Funk got a good two-hour tour on VIP tour, so hoping to hear all about that. I did not get to hear the new music, though. <laughs> you didn't? I did not. Oh, so man. I guess I have to come back now. There you go. And I was thinking of coming back with Lady in August. We'll see if that works out. You know, I hear some friends are going to be there in June. I hear that too. And then people are like, they're, people are me up, are you coming back in June? I go, no. I go, Chris and them will be there. And they're thinking I'm going with it. I'm like, I was just there. What is this? Do you think I'm Daddy Warbucks? What's going on here? <laughs> and then Marco T. Hart, GA Track 2, traveling from the Netherlands. Despite oh. the sad circumstances, it was a weekend without sorrows. And even though I didn't know 99.5% of the people, it felt like I only had friends around me. Every day I left Very with a cool. smile on my face, happy and impressed. That's great. Of course, there are some details regarding logistics, et cetera. But given the fact that this was the first time, I think Paisley Park did a great job. We concluded our residence at Paisley with a VIP tour on the fifth day, Monday. I'm glad I did this. Got to see much more of Paisley Park in the presence of Dr. Fungerberg himself in my group. Now, keep in mind, I'm just reading these for the first time because I want everything to be organically. So I didn't know that this is going to be said. I'm not trying to be self-serving. <laughs> I'm not that dude. I'm a different kind of dude, not that dude. Um, so I got to see much more of Paisley Park in the presence of Dr. Fungenberry himself and my group. Visibly touched, made this experience extra special. Big thumbs up to tour guide Matt. It's Mitch. Okay. But, yeah. Personal highlights, Amsterdam 2014 and the piano and microphone show on the big screen. The Revolution and MPG shows. Susanna showing up the Revolution show, showing up at the Revolution show. Stories by Takumi <laughs> and Susan Rogers. Jesse Johnson at Bunkers, looking Donna Grantis in the eyes. Uh, Trevor, the person's name is Marco. <laughs> um, electric Fetus, wow. And seeing people actually wearing my 1999 designs. Fun, the fashion designer with the Mexican accent. Sorry, I didn't get his name. Hard to follow, but funny to listen to. I think the whole experience changed me. I came home with loads of energy and positivity. Mm. Can't be bothered by small things anymore, and I'm happier than before. I still hear... Watch, learn, teach. That's what Damaris Luce would say. Ah. Thank you, Damaris. It feels strange to say this, but I guess it was. It is what it is. This weekend changed me. I'm glad I could go. Thank you again, Paisley, and the people who could make this happen. Um, here is VIP track one from Christina Riggs. Let me start having Chris read some other ones as well, just so you guys aren't just hearing my voice in this. <laughs> but <clears throat> Christina Riggs, VIP track one. In addition to what everyone else has said, for me, the whole experience felt like the best kind of mini camp. The way they broke into it into groups allowed us to see the same people daily and without cell phones. We were really able to get to know each other. Cool. We laughed yeah. together. We cried together. We remembered together. But most of all, we healed together. The Purple family bonded in a major way during the celebration. And I'll forever be thankful to the organizers for putting this together. And then um, we have Angela Corley. I agree with much of what's been said. I was tracked to general mission. Damaris spoke eloquently of a positive message carrying on his legacy. I found day one emotional. His first place to go was soundstage. And the last time I was in that room was January 21st, 2016 for piano and microphone gala. My seat was on the right side, which is where the stage with the piano was my last time there. I took a moment thinking the last time I was there and then they play piano on the microphone footage from the 21st surreal tears flowing, but so happy to relive it. So many events over the weekend. I enjoyed it all and had little sleep. Some highlights were Apollonia handing me a gold earring at the PRN family event. Corny, I know, but made me happy. 
a candlelight vigil in the tunnel on April 21st, set up by Facebook group Diamonds and Pearls, getting a new Prince-inspired tattoo in Minneapolis, meeting Dan Lacey, the painter, and lastly, on Sunday evening, leaving Paisley Park, seeing Tyka and speaking with her. Told her how I was happy they made the weekend a celebration of his life. I shook her hand and she reached to hug me. Perfect end of Paisley Park weekend. Sorry for not listing so many things not at Paisley Park that I did on that weekend. More Eric Leeds concerts, Shelby J concert, Jesse Johnson concert in Bunkers, Dancing Till Dawn at First Avenue, Going to Electric Fetus, and much more. I think the staff did the best they could for year one, and hopefully next year will go even better. I do think they were smart to pre-order the celebration items. I mean, having us pre-order. Oh, didn't really love George Clinton swearing in Prince's house. Oh, Uh-oh. he did that in 2001, too, though. <laughs> So George is George. P was not cool with that. It felt so disrespectful. Good to be with Purple Fam, who get it. So glad I went. I was not sure I would. All right, Chris, gonna let you delve into a few things. All right, and hopefully <laughs> they told where they were from too, because I like that we can hear what different places they're they're yeah. from. And we're just kind of reading these on the fly. I'm on the. Uh, I'm cool with that. Yeah, because it shows our emotions. We're sure. able to add other stuff into it. And I'm on the the Doctor Funkenberry Celebrity News page. So don't know who that dude is. He sounds like a douche. <laughs> anyway, um, this is Amy Austin. I was VIP and loved every minute of it. A few things, of course, needed to be tweaked. Like my group didn't see anything of the Prince fashion panel, and mm-hmm. they weren't very meticulous at first with the VIP general admission seating. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great though. I got to personally meet a lot of the band, fam, team members. Of course, I think, like most everyone, I wish I could have took some pictures, but I understand. Posters were a special, unexpected surprise. Yes. Um, would like Speaking posters of, which, of the actual groups with their signatures. Sorry. It yeah, was on ahead. a celebration poster. We got one with the time that's signed for everybody. Really? The revolution signed for everybody and the MPG signed for everybody. So I have those three posters. That was really cool. That was part of the VIP uh, stuff you had that during your meals in the VIP tent, and they did allow you to leave with the poster when you left. So that was cool. I didn't know well. about that. Yeah. That's great. Speaking of the food, how what did you think of the food? It was a ride. As a diabetic, there are certain things I can eat and certain things I can't. Could, couldn't eat the oatmeal was, cookie, the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. Dude, they had so many ridiculous sweets, <laughs> and I'm like, that's the one thing I can eat more so than this. I mean, they had the rabbit food, and there's just some other stuff. I just got to be wary of, but. The sweets I can eat, and that kind of upset me a little bit, but it is what it is. Yeah, As Prince says, he eats light. <laughs> um, and whoever got the rainbow with no rain to come out on the morning of the fourth day, kudos to you. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Um, all the staff, guides, everyone, they were all fabulous and very understanding and just as emotional as the rest of us. Mm-hmm. If I can afford it, I will definitely be going next year as well already starting to save. I was going to say, better start saving now, right? Right. Um, what a great, unique experience it was for me that I'll cherish for the rest of my life for a man artist who gave each of us his all, R.I.P. Prince. By the way, it really helped with a sense of coming to terms with his loss and being able to celebrate his life. Right. Very cool. Hmm. Um, here's something uh, from, this is Kathy Shaw Deal. Being a local, I've been to Paisley at least 20 times. It was so strange being there without him. Hmm. I kept expecting P to come out from behind the curtain and say this whole thing was a prank. When it comes to the tour, a lot has changed since my first tour in the early 2000s. We were able able so much more and go into a lot of rooms that were now roped off. You You just mentioned that. We saw some of the second floor and even the parking garage back in the day. Back the, then. Yeah. No more. Not elevator. Yet. Sorry. Yeah. 
right. the tour last month was dubbed a walkthrough, but it was a run through <laughs> and not enough time to absorb and read the exhibits. Yeah, you mentioned that. Hopefully more time will be allowed in the future. The staff was incredible and very sensitive. Most of the staff held Kleenex boxes on a daily basis, and there was a lot of tears. I think the most were shed during the airing of the piano and microphone concert from January mm -hmm. 2016, filmed at Baisley, shown to us on the actual anniversary of his passing. Oof. I miss him so much, and there is a definite hole left at Paisley Park without his energy and love, but I'll be back, and as this is where I felt closest to my favorite musician of all time. And I think a lot of people share that. This is uh, Chris Isaac. My highlight of the whole celebration week was meeting Jesse Johnson after his show at Bunkers on Friday night. Just the most gracious, humble guy. He took his time with everyone that stayed for the VIP meet and greet. No one was rushed through. I left there an even bigger fan and I, than I already was. Oh, and Jellybean and Tori Ruffin were there hanging out and talking with people too. Did you get a chance to go see Jesse at all when he was yeah, at Bunkers? Yeah, that's it. I was just doing the Paisley stuff. It was just too, <coughs> too much mentally draining and just some other stuff going on. Well, I just wanted to concentrate on. There was Paisley so much. Foot yeah, yeah. You you couldn't really jump around. Yeah, um, there was a lot. A lot of people went there and enjoyed it. There was so much going on all over the city. It was it was kind of cool that you had all these, you know, extra, you know, extracurricular activities if you want to call it that. I saw. Right. I saw gallery shows and DJ parties. I mean, people were on rooftops of buildings downtown. It was, right. it seemed like it was truly the whole city was celebrating. It wasn't just Paisley Park. Right. It's really cool. Yeah. That was the center, but it's kind of cool to see all these people getting together all over the city. Right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Definitely. Um, you want to hear one more? Yeah, keep it going. All right, let's go. I think people like it. All right. I'll get to it. Go for it. Okay. Go for this one. Um, this one is from Lisa Glazebrook. So much more to say about this, but I'll keep it short if I can. I was general admission track one. I loved being amongst people who were all were there for the same reason. I felt like I was amongst friends the whole time. There was a lot of laughter, which I kind of didn't expect so much. And the panel discussions were great. I loved hearing about the funny things Prince got up to and hearing about the normal stuff he did day one i cried when i walked in especially in the atrium area where his urn is located i'm a crier anyway but that was much more emotional than i thought i think a lot of people could share that at sentiment i thought i'd get it all out of out of the way day one and the three remaining days would be fine but i ended up shedding a tear every day when windy sang sometimes it snows in april and of course during purple rain on the final evening wow that was hard for me, I didn't feel the need to attend any future celebration events. Plus, I'll still be paying for this one for a while. I feel that I've done what I wanted to do. So there's your closure, right? Um, the, the whole event, in my opinion, was pretty well organized. There were a couple of hiccups at the start. I didn't get the meal pass straight away, although I pre-ordered, but that was sorted out quickly. There you go. And it seemed to get smoother as the event went on. Right. For future events, I would suggest perhaps a little more time on the panel discussions. <laughs> I could have listened to hours to those. It would have been nice for people to have gotten the chance to ask questions. I know it's hard to keep to a timetable when questions are asked, but maybe if questions can be written down or emailed ahead, that would have been nice. My overall experience was fantastic. I loved every minute, and I never thought it. I never, I'm sorry, and I'll never forget it. P.S. I love listening to your podcasts. Thank you. Oh. And 
thank you for that. Yeah. Lisa. Now, then we have another one from John McSwain. It was amazing and well worth the expense. The staff was extremely friendly and made us feel welcome and special. I thought Paisley Park did a fine job, despite a few hiccups to be expected. But um, one thing has to change next year is the merch sales process. Paisley Park would have made a ton more money if everybody that wanted to buy something had time to do so. <clears throat> Easily the most profound moment for me was watching a pre-recorded Prince lead the live and onstage MPG from the video screen. Surprisingly, it was both effective and stunning. For a few moments, he was there. I think it caught everyone off guard, but the whole room sang and cried. When it ended, the entire room was silent. He was gone again. Um, Nemarni Peterson Long, a brief recap of my visit to Paisley Celebration 2017. I attend the Celebration VIP Track 2. First, I'd say that was a huge undertaking overall. They did a great job. It was truly a beautiful and moving experience. I appreciated how Damaris spoke positive and encouraging words over us each day and how Wendy also made sure to acknowledge the magnitude of the event. Uh. At one point, we all held hands and really took in the moment. There was so much love and energy in that place, my tears fell shamelessly down my face. Imagine this must have been what it was like in the 60s, truly a beautiful and powerful experience. My favorite moments were at the beginning of each day as Prince appeared on the big screen singing and talking to us, the concert footage. There are several things I would change, but for the sake of time space, I will condense. Number one, the food, more variety is needed. Number two, the gifts. Part of the VIP experience was to include exclusive gifts. The keyword here is exclusive. We pay for additional items that were not only exclusive because once you are at Paisley, anyone can buy them. They did try with merch like the jacket to make those only for you had to prove that you were VIP. Yeah. Um, I received three, count them three, Paisley Park Celebration posters. They all had different signatures by members of the MPG, the Revolution, and the Time. Although Morris did not sign it. Thanks, Morris. <laughs> I'd already paid $30 for a proper poster when the items were up online before the celebration, so now I have four of the exact same poster. I didn't. As a VIP, I expected to see everything offered, but that was not the case. And I get to see two panels, one of Kim Berry. I didn't get that one either. And the clothing designers, the other of the people who design and build Paisley Park. I was very disappointed missing those, especially. Overall, for a first event, they did a pretty good job. Will I be going back? Of course. <laughs> I love Prince and will do what I can, what I can, while I can, to keep his legacy alive. Peace and be wild. So even people that didn't have the best experiences, they want to come back next year. Yeah. And these are VIP people as well. And we're hearing a lot of the same things from everybody. So yeah. it's, it's nice when you see that most people have the same views of everything. That means that it went really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. And then Claudia Bedwell, like, agree with everyone else. A glitch here and there, but nothing major. I think I would like a different moderator at the beginning of each day. Mm. Damaris is okay. I like Damaris. Joel could have dressed up just a tad bit more. <laughs> Ouch. Again, I don't know if it was going to be Kirk or whatever. You know, Joel's just trying. You know, he's just saying it's Prince's house. Respect it. You know, he, like, he's got to be the bad guy of it. So Joel's got to play the bad guy. I look at it. Yeah, someone's got to be the principal the of the school, right? And that's what he is. Yeah. You know, no matter what Joel did, oh, his, his, if he wore a suit and he wore purple, oh, his purple was a little bit off, you know, just, there would be stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's that. always something you could pick, right? Um, all the shows were awesome. The panel discussions were good. One main thing I learned from them was that most of the people started working with slash four Prince slash at Paisley Park was on a happenstance. I also learned that Prince didn't understand why you couldn't do certain things on the computer slash internet. There just weren't the capabilities on the computers and the internet for what he was busy mind wanting to do them from yeah. Also found out who caught his guitar at the end of the solo Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Takumi. Takumi. After the Prince fashion panel, I spoke with Stasha Lang for a moment. 
It was cool that she was in agreement with me about Prince being a very theatrical person that has different styles and clothing for each album. It's like wearing outfits slash costumes for a different play. On the day that Morris Day and the Time performed, I was almost close enough to shake Monty Moore's hand while walking through the MPG room, but not quite close enough. Another time while I was walking through the MPG room, I spotted David Z on stage. He was there for Prince in studio panel as I was in a different group from when David Z was there. Me too. I missed that. Pound discussion I attended includes Susan Rogers. I was hoping to be able to speak with either or both of them, but didn't get to. Food I was certain that dining tent was pretty good. The meal offered on the buffet were a taste of what Prince liked to eat. He must have liked mac and cheese because they served two days in a row. On each of the four days, the buffet had a lettuce slash green salad of some kind, a pasta dish of some kind, a rice dish, and plenty of dessert bars and cookies. Yes, see, dessert bars and cookies. They had enough of those. Anyway, one thing I was surprised at was my ears were fine after all the shows. I figured they would be ringing or something due to the loudness of the music. For me, that wasn't a problem. I could feel it, though, yeah. right in the middle of my chest with mm-hmm. everyone who performed. Everyone did the kid proud. I don't know how this happened, but I guess I was in the right place at the right time. Complications to meet Taika and talk with her. Uh, Maurice, her husband, gave me a hug. Oh, that's um, cool. Met me at People's Organic Breakfast during the breakfast get-together. I spoke with you for a moment to wish you well. I was so glad to see you there. Spotted you at Paisa Park, too. Cool. Um, Josh Adair, really quick. Yeah, see, it restarts on that. I was tracked to VIP Group F. I thought they did a great job considering this was the inaugural event. I think we spent another hour or two doing panels. So we're getting with the panels. Overall, I thought they did good and worked hard. Seeing part of the 8 p.m. p.m. microphone performance was amazing. I was at both of those shows in January. They really got me, and I was glad other folks who were not there got to experience it, too. Seeing the Revolution play at Paisley was amazing. That's never happened before. Yeah, true. true, right? To have all those bands play was incredible, so hats off to all their hard work. I do have to say, though, it makes me wonder. Every time I go into the studios, more and more outboard gear is missing, including the Publison Infernal 90s. They're both gone. Huh. So happening that I've noticed since the tour is over in October. Maybe they're just moving him away. Hope this guy makes his way back. It was yeah, also cool to things. hold Prince's guitar in Studio B. I remember you coming into Studio B as I was walking out. Also, another highlight was the first Avenue dance party with DJ Jake Rude. It was amazing. Got tons of video. Also, it was good to see you were there. I noticed you were in most of our groups at Paisley. I was also at People's Organic. It was cool to get a pick. I wanted to come up and say hello at Paisley, but I wanted to give you your privacy. So I'm sure that was a lot to be back there for the first time. And we're glad you made it and was able to experience it for the rest of us. Josh, you could have came up to me, man. <laughs> then lastly, on this one, we're going to just wrap it up. But more, I attended and I thought it was amazing. I kept saying this is priceless as we watched amazing concert footage. Heard from his bandmates, fashion designers, his tailor, guitar guys, computer guys, engineers, and then the live shows. Wow. I was so touched that his family were walking around greeting people when I walked in. It seemed like Taika made herself available to everyone. I felt there was so much love and support from everyone who worked with him. Letting us fans get a little taste of that, what it was like, was just awesome. So it just seems that there's a lot of positive things. And they did, you know. It was great that Taika was out there. I didn't know that Taika was out there. there That's great. So Good. I appreciate everyone's input onto it. We wanted to make sure that you guys voice were heard because I know that the people and powers that be will hear this. So I want everything to be expressed in it. This is why we took time to read everyone's things. Um, Shout out to Joel. Shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Kirk. Shout out to Mitch. Shout out to everyone. All the tour guides. Everyone had anything to do with the celebration, making it what it was. Um, Seems like they all worked their butts off. I'm sure anyone that worked at Paisley was uh, spread thin. 
and it probably made it hard for the like for the guest stars and whatnot just because yeah. everyone's getting mixed up you know and they're trying to take care of the people so you have to it has to fall somewhere because some people felt like you know they weren't exactly taking care of us but they're trying to take care of everyone yeah. so shout out to everyone i try not to be as detailed as i usually am with stuff because they want you to have this experience and go there and there's just certain things that you guys experience that can't exactly be talked about or felt whether it's what Damaris said or anything else. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening to our show and continuing to listen to it. Hope the celebration uh, episode helped you guys. You were able to feel some stuff and know some stuff. Uh, hoping to see new faces in 2018, but it really looks like everyone who went in 2017 is mostly coming back for 2018. Although price hasn't been determined yet. So we'll see what it's at. But thank you guys so much. Chris, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, I'll see you in 2018, I guess. There you go. Much love, everyone. Keep it funky. Till next time. Ooh.